Welcome to the first episode of Greenbox Gaming plays Delta Green and Possible Landscapes. This is future Joe. Uh, this is the humble beginning of an incredible adventure. My three best friends, Brad playing Hank Ellis, U.S. Marshal, Dace playing Benji Potts, Blues and Occult Historian, and John playing Benedict Farthington, our newspaper editor. For those of you who skipped episode zero, Please excuse the audio audio quality. It does get better once we get some better equipment and whatnot. That being said, you better buckle up because this mystery is just getting started and you will not want to miss it. On with the show. So, are you guys ready to get into impossible landscapes? Hell yeah. All right. Our scene opens in just a big like just like a smash cut bam just new york city just the entire skyline all spread out as far as the eye can see new york city 1995 we zoom in and we zoom through the streets through the brownstones in manhattan and the skyscrapers this way and that sweeping around and we land a small, not that small, but an unassuming park. It is Washington Square Park. Um, I, unfortunately, do not know much about New York and what is where, <laughs> but I've seen pictures of Washington Square Park. Um, it's got a fountain. One it's got big... Say again? It's one of my favorite places in New York. It's awesome. Yeah. There's just so many weirdos there. <laughs> yeah, that's also what I read about it. Um, the year is 1995, you know, uh, as you look around the park, you know, styles are a little bit different. Uh, everyone's, uh, I guess is everyone like just kind of getting into the thrift stuff and pants are ride really low and people are wearing overalls like non ironically because that kind of look was cool. Um, there are billboards for things like friends. Uh, that are still uh, is like is just like the peak of its popularity. Um, the buzz around, well, everywhere is about the OJ trial, and mm -hmm. the which is still absolutely red hot in early um, in June, or sorry, in August, uh, which is still red hot. Um, the Oklahoma City bombings have been a huge thing, especially for federal law enforcement, like um, our good friend Hank. Uh, Oklahoma City bombing was a huge event, uh, rocked the entire nation, this new threat, domestic terrorism, not new, but newish. Um, and the whole city is a buzz, but everyone's really more focused on the OJ trial, and that's what's very, very much going on. Uh, Windows 95 just released, uh, which is very exciting. And uh, if anything, it's like anyone would tell you that you need to pull your money out of Mac right now because it's not going anywhere. <laughs> um, we'll see how that goes in the end, I suppose. Um, each of your characters has received contact, has been activated. Has been activated and needs to meet uh, your handler or your team lead in Washington Square Park. 
How does how does Benedict receive this activation? Like, what do you think is the like spy craft kind of way that this message is passed to Benedict? Oh, and by the way, actually, before I before you answer that, Delta Green at this time is not an officially sanctioned government program. Um, the larger story in this of the Delta Green lore is that um, Delta Green was before Vietnam an official program and after 9-11 official program but mm. everything that you guys do is completely on you there is no program up there to save you everything you do is illegal and completely on your own you are disavowed at the drop of a hat it discovered mm. and burned you all know this you all know the risk but you also know the risk of the unnatural which is why you're here so again, how does Benedict get activated and told that he needs to go meet his contact in Washington Square Park? I think at this point, Benedict is working via correspondence to back home to Daily Mail. He's got a gig in New York. He's busy. He's got Jeremy with him. He kind of parts him everywhere. And through the days, he's got a desk as well. I think he's actually... Uh, correspondence for one of the other newspapers in New York. But on his desk he gets another innocuous old yellow piece of paper. But he just, he's now instinctively, he just crumples up old pieces of paper and throws them in the bin. He's like an allergic reaction. But mm-mm, no. Get this. Jeremy, where's this? Get this Get this away from me. And he just tosses things out. So for the past week he's been receiving a new piece of tattered yellow print on his desk uh, and eventually he gets a tattered piece of paper on his desk but on top of it is is a pager and on this pager the pager starts ringing and he's forced he's forced to to look at the pager and pages are kind of like a in-between technology at this stage but right, right. it's unavoidable to him he's, well, cell phones he's are still school. not big no no not so much uh, but he's old Benedict is yeah. Benedict is old school like that so he picks it up and he sees three words and it's meet at rendezvous and that's where he gets activated and he knows what to do knows where to go alright so he gets going. He understands. And you know that that's your, your point. You know that Washington Square Park is your point. Yeah. All right. Um, so you head out. Uh, what about Benji? How does... What does Benji... Where does he get this communique? Um, I think Benji would be sitting on the stoop of his studio apartment in Brooklyn. And I, I don't know, but I think this was before Brooklyn was gentrified, so it was still, like, pretty dangerous and, like, uh, it was still, like, the hood back then, maybe? Not sure. But that's all he can afford on a um, master student's salary in New York. And he's in a suit with his father, like, trying to write this song, and he keeps, like, screwing up a chord, and he'll go back to his own and lyrics, and he's like, oh, dang it, I just can't get this. My lord, I was all head and no heart. And uh, he hears a, a jingle of a bell, 
And he looks up, and there's a, a raggedy neighborhood cat named Breakfast. He's like, oh, hey, Breakfast. You want a pet? You look like a petty cat. Come here, Breakfast. <laughs> and he picks Breakfast up, and he notices on Breakfast's collar, there's a little rolled up piece of parchment. He's like, huh, what's this? And he unrolls it, and I think there's just the symbol of Delta Green, like the triangle with the thing on it. Yeah. And he's like, oh, Hey, I guess it's time. Um, and yeah, he also like understands that there's been a pre-established meeting place, and it's in uh, Overton Square Park. So he puts up his six string and starts hoofing it. All right. Uh, you meant Washington Square Park, right? Washington Square Park. Because you're going to Overton Square Park now, and you're going to have a whole different adventure than everybody <laughs> else. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um what about Hank? How does Hank get Um, I imagine Hank is more located in the southern part of the United States. Obviously he could go anywhere in the United States as a marshal. Um but he'll probably has like a central spot uh law enforcement office with a couple other barricade deputies and just get the call and they say it's for you Hank and uh he picks up the phone and says hello and uh they explain you know you know who this is we met in the 1970 blank whatever the date was when he was found in the desert buck ass nude and they say we've seen you nude you gotta come (laughs) to this spot (laughs) All right, Hank, so your activation is, is a little more straightforward. I would imagine. Because, I mean, okay. it could be covered up as, like, some other uh, law enforcement maybe, agency call. Maybe you received the call, you received the call, and it's like, uh, uh, yes, uh, you know, uh, Agent Ellis, like, we would, uh, we'd like to talk to you about a case that occurred in 1975 in which a man was found nude in the middle of the desert, and they described your case. Like we really like to talk to discuss uh, discuss this case. Uh, how about how about one o'clock in Washington Square? Oh, I reckon I can do that. Uh, I still can't walk straight, uh, so I'd like to get a doctor's appointment about that as well. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna have to handle that with the HMO. Sorry, that's sure thing. What are the health benefits like in Delta Green? <laughs> Not great. <laughs> All right. Um, you each make it to Washington Square Park, and um, said I, I'm like I'm controlling everything, so it's like I'm like I'm a bit all over the place. <laughs> so like I'd really like to, I'd really like to be able to switch this stuff like really quickly, really efficiently, but it's just like not gonna happen. Um, just going for now. So. You guys are meeting Washington Square Park. Um, there is all sorts of stuff going on. I mean, it is like, it's a very active park. It's a beautiful day. Like, everyone's come outside. It's August, and, you know, the New York heat is just, like, at its peak. And there are, you know, kids playing out in the water. Uh, people, you know, are, like, you know, people are have their blankets spread out in the grass. You know, uh, there's the... 
there's probably only a little bit of crack being purchased and sold uh, behind bushes and whatnot. Uh, you know, there's like street performers and there's people doing those uh, those artists to do the caricatures of people. Like, you know, where they have the really big heads and stuff like that. There's like people doing that kind of stuff. Tourists. It's a very beautiful, very busy day. Um, each of you, um, the arch in Washington Square Park, uh, each of you uh, knows, um, having this having been communicated to you previously, you know what to look for. You know to look for a man um, who is going to be holding a green, um, like a green briefcase. Looking for the green briefcase. He's going to be leaning. He's going to be there, like smoking, or like there at the uh, base. And you're supposed to uh, ask him. You know, like, does he have a smoke? You know, like the passphrase is that you give a phrase, he gives a certain return. And that's how you know it's you know when you go up to him and say uh you know you know those are bad for you he says you know yeah but i but i can't quit my brand each of you nod in turn to the uh to the agent you know this is your it's your contact um none of you have met him before he looks to be nervous um and he's he, he, as you come up, you give the phrase. He gives the passphrase. He says, "I's like oh, over there. There's, there's, a, there's a bench. It's, it's quiet. And there's and yeah, like in kind of kind of a little bit to the side. There's you know there's a, a bench, kind of away from you know far enough away that you know you wouldn't be heard and whatnot. Um, who who shows up first? Do you think Benedict is always on time." He's always on time. All right, Benedict's there. You see him. He's there. He's, he's. I mean, he looks like he's about thirty-five. I mean, he's uh, like a little bit overweight, and he's just. He looks really nervous, and he is just smoking up a storm. Like there's a there's a small pile of butts. It looks like he's just been chain smoking here. Hmm. And he pops up. Hello, chat. Yeah, this this this, this accent is going to evolve drastically as we go yeah, through it. But let's, you know, let's freaking do this. Let's see. We might go to the south. Might go to the north. Uh, you know, no, those things, those things are bad for you. He looks at you. He's like, kind of looks you up now. He's like, yeah, but I, I just can't quit my brand. Um, over there. Um, you're the first one. All right then, chat. Then uh, goes and sits down by the bench. I guess uh, I'll say, like, maybe Benji shows up next. No, Benji's going to be last because he's been walking to Overton Park, which is located in Memphis. <laughs> okay. It's going to take him a little bit to make the round trip. <laughs> All right, so he's going to turn back from Memphis, Tennessee, hopefully, at yeah. some jump. Uh, <laughs> so what about Hank? So let's say Hank shows up then. Uh, he uh, walks up. Uh, you know, you said it was sweating. He's got a cowboy hat on. He's uh, fanning himself with it and he sees the, the guy over there and he walks up and says uh, well, how did that partner you know those things are bad for you don't you he looks at you and says yeah I just can't quit my brand uh, over there just alright uh, we, got, we got one more coming alright yeah. I walk walk over there to where um, uh, Benedict is yeah. Benedict just stares straight ahead. He just stares straight ahead. <laughs> Your acknowledgement. 
Uh, oh, are we gonna do? Okay. Uh, well, uh, how did their uh, partner? Um, man, it's hot out here. I'm, I'm a little too pooped to pop. What about you? <laughs> he just he just stares at him. Just gives him a one over, and then just carries on staring straight ahead. Nothing. So about that time Benji makes it back, you realized before you booked a ticket and flew to a different city, you realized that it was supposed to be Washington Square Park. <laughs> yeah. So he shows up his uh, baggy tan suit is like travel stained, sweat drenching down him because he had to walk to the airport and then he realized, oh, you know, he's like, hey, can I put the smoke? He's, uh, at first he doesn't, like, he kind of looks at you and goes like, uh, yeah, sure, man. Here. Uh, and he just hands you one. <laughs> Benji just looks at the cigarette. He's like, well, dang it. Uh, and he starts patting down his pockets, and then he takes out a piece of paper. And I was like, oh, okay, uh, you know those things are bad for you. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, he goes, oh, yeah, I just can't quit my friend. Put that away. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can spark it. Shit! Oh God! Just come on! And he walks over to like where the other two are waiting. While you're over there, he's like, he's like, get, burn that! What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, fuck! Right, sit, sit down, sit down. <laughs> and we'll we'll say that you guys like sit like like actually more like the picnic table rather than just like a bench where two of you can sit down. He, he sits down. He's He's waiting. He says, "All right, um, all right. I'm um, I'm Agent Marcus. Um, and before you guys start, I, 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 I believe that none of you have been activated before, right? Is that right? Yeah, that seems to be correct. All right, all right. Um, I'm just let you know these code names. They're they're for your protection. I mean." You, you do what you gotta do, but don't they're for your protection um, anyway, like, if you if you guys introduce yourselves um, code names code names well, I guess he, I'll he, start he, I'm, I didn't meet you, as in please he sticks out his hand <laughs> for a handshake he's handing us papers with the code name on it no, no Oh, we already know it yeah, you already know your own code name yeah, okay He'll well, just kind of stick his hand out to whoever wants to shake it. <laughs> uh, much obliged. Uh, my code name is Molasses. Low and steady. And, and you? Metador, chaps. Metador. Alright, alright. So, here's, here's the situation, okay? Um... So, you guys have been activated because uh, we've got some records. Um, there was a... Something came across through some uh, FBI channels. Uh, that's who you're going to be going as, is FBI. Um, came out that there was this... Um, this operation is called Operation Alice. A-L-I-C-E. Uh, basically, the FBI uh, was 
going through some stuff and one of our contacts saw something in a case file um, and a, a, a symbol or something that's associated with some type of demonology or something something bad um, and he's like he's sweating he keeps you know he's like he's like looking around he's he's obviously paranoid and uh, they uh, basically we need to investigate I need you guys to go in investigate like if something unnatural is going on and if it is like we got to get to the bottom of it and 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 handle it okay like it you know I don't, I don't have to tell you guys like kind of shit that's at stake here you know and he's like looking around like you know like maybe like some kids run by and he kind of lowers his voice a little bit as they do he says, um the the investigation was all about this woman who went missing. Uh, her name is uh, Abigail Wright. Uh, W-R-I-G-H-T. Um, it's a woman in her 20s. Um, like, I've got some information for you. And he pulls out a, um, like a manila envelope from the briefcase and slides it across. Um, he says, and uh, there's some other stuff in there for you, too. There's... Um, there's some credentials for you guys. Um, he looks to uh, Agent Molasses. He says, uh, "Molasses, you're you're being uh, you're being temporarily deputized to the FBI's field office here in New York. Um, you're being brought in, and you other two are have completely uh, like you guys are being brought in as experts, but under fake aliases." Um, all the information is in there. You've got uh, badges and all that stuff. There's um, and he like he he pushes the briefcase across. Like, got some, some sidearms and stuff in there for you guys. The stuff you need to to be official. Um, but yeah, the um, there's some other stuff in there. Don't look at it here. Don't look at it here. Uh, you know, like maybe one of you goes to reach like for the case. Like, no, no, not here. Not in the park. Christ's sakes. Uh, the uh. There's a uh, a location I've got for you. It's a bit of a it's a bit of a burner location that you guys can kind of treat as a headquarters. Um, that it's a it's in a an abandoned building. It's going to be demolished soon, but it should serve as a decent base of operations. There should be no one really in or out. Um, kind of give you a place to go and kind of uh, to organize things for yourselves. Um, yeah. Um, do you guys have... I mean, did, do you have any questions? Well, uh, I mean, I'm a believer in everything, but this is a little too... M- demons? I mean, what kind of symbol are we talking about? Why Why are we I, jumping to demons? I, I, I don't know. It's, just, it's an occult symbol, occult demonology, like, whatever. Like, it's all... It's... It, it may be nothing. It may be nothing. Most of these, most of these operations are end up being nothing. But All it's right, just well, there's a symbol in the evidence that seemed to make people think. As long as I don't show up in the desert buck ass nude again, I guess I'm game. Uh, what is your? Uh, what should we call you in case we need to contact you? Oh, I'm after I'm, all this. I'm Agent. I'm Agent Marcus. Agent Agent Marcus. Well, that's, it's not as cool as our names, but I guess I'll call you that. 
Yeah, it's also a lot easier to use in typical, normal, everyday conversation. <laughs> Come on. How about how about M pudding? I like that. <laughs> no, no, that's not even that's dumb. Like a dash. Who would think that? The kind of person who would even think that is dumb. <laughs> all right, all right. No need to get rude. Uh but you in in there is is a contact number for me. Call and leave a uh, leave a message on the answering machine. And I'll, I'll get back to you. But After we look at it, don't. Well, like if you if you need to contact me. Okay. Yeah. But it's it don't leave any messages that are sensitive. Okay. I think I get the gist of this. Well, Marcus, you've been right, proper, useless. But thank you for showing up. I, I look I look I'm gonna be frank with you alright I'm gonna be frank with all three of you like I don't wanna know anything more than what I need to know alright like you if you need something or need like a an answer question a, a question answered or, or whatever like you contact me but I this shit needs to stay compartmentalized this is dangerous there's I don't know. Well, listen, Marcus, we need... If you have something you're not telling us, as the three I, agents... There's, on. there's more in the there's more in the briefcase, but don't look at that here. Like, the he hands you a piece of paper with an address on it um, for the burn the burn site. Um, that's like... That's what he calls it, the burn site. Here's the burn site that you guys can go to. Take the information, look at it there. Like, lock up behind yourselves, that kind of thing. There's a key in there, too, to get you in the, uh, it's a, it's an old apartment building. It's just, it's run down, it's gonna be destroyed soon. And Benji rolls human on, on Marcus. Yeah, He seems, like, more nervous than he should be, even given the circumstances. That is fumble. a 99, which is a fumble. Uh, the first roll of the game. <laughs> a fucking fumble. Wow. A fumble, yeah. So you, it's like you, like this guy, like his energy and everything, and you start to wonder, it starts to go through Benji's head, like, wow, maybe maybe I should be afraid too. Like, yeah. who is he so afraid of? <laughs> He's like, sir, is, is there something we ought to know? In particular, you seem a little bit jumpy, and I'm not gonna lie, that's making me a little bit jumpy. It's just, it's just like the, uh, book. It's, it's not, there's, there's something, there's something else going on here. Like, another agency? Like, I don't know if I was, you don't think you guys were followed, do you? I mean, I drove a long way. I don't think so. As he looks around, all the weirdos in the parking in the yeah. uh, the park. Benji's definitely like looking around and like super paranoid now. As this guy's attitude takes hold on him. That's. I just. I, I just. Like I said, I don't know. Like whatever's going on here, you guys need to go to this apartment, which where the symbol is. Um, you've got an FBI cover to help with their investigation, right? Um, so you've got to make sure, you know, he's looking around, he's like, you know, find out if there's anything unnatural going on. If there is, 
gotta get rid of it. Like, you gotta cover it up. The, uh... Also, like, you gotta give the FBI something, you know? Or, like, really all they want you to do is go in there and catalog the the, the evidence. But don't, don't catalog the stuff that they don't need to see. You know what I'm saying? Like, just... Like, just do that. Like, the, the case is all already cold, pretty much. Like, it's just... Yeah, it's just... I... We're just, don't you worry, Marcus. We're going to take care of this. We're going to dust it under the rug and nail that rug to the ground. Um, yeah, I, and... I, I like that. I like that. Because that's... Don't... I. He's like... And he is like... He is sweating profusely like he is he is losing his shit he's like um benji seeing that you're so 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 sympathetically wired now uh give me like a give me like a um an alertness what does benji have an alertness a 20 let's see what 20. happens all right that's a 49 failure. over 20 failure Benji, as you're as you're doing this, and you you're kind of looking around, like you, you you notice something that's kind of it kind of takes kind of grabs your attention. Over by the fountain, you see a what looks like a street performer. Um, looks like it must be like a it's a it's a clown. Someone dresses a clown. This like you know like the ruffled neck and this like jester's hat and this mask. And they look like the size of a child. Like they're they're small. They don't look like they don't look like a dwarf or anything. Like they look like like a, like they're proportional. And they're mm-hmm. and they're dancing this slow, methodical dance. And they have this they have like a stick, and at the end of it there's a streamer with a white dragon. And it's dancing slowly, methodically, and sitting in front of the dancer, in front of the clown, is a a record player, like an old antique looking record player, and you can just barely make out the notes of this odd song. Like it's it's odd and it's like it's slow and droning and the and the dancers slowly like flicking it around and like moving the dragon around and there are people kind of around, just like kind of they seem to be kinda of taking in the oddity of it. It's uh and as you're looking over there you see they're like a like some people are like seem to be like quite interested and there's like you see some kids crying like and pointing at the clown like maybe a little bit disturbed by it and uh things like that yeah upon seeing it i think you know so benji has uh under mental disorders he has catatonia and i think when he sees this like eerie scene well the the first symptom of his catatonia is everything goes like into a grayscale, like not black and white, but everything sort of dims down in tone and everything becomes flat. Like if you've ever seen a, a solar eclipse, that's kind of how it looks. Yeah. Everything goes like cold and flat and gray. And he's just like, guys, I think we need to get out of here. We need to get out. Yeah, you, you, you feel like you feel like, like you feel something like really deep inside you kind of kind of tighten up like you feel nervous you feel danger yeah we need to make like a tree and get uh agent marcus he's like he's like uh uh fuck all right uh 
uh, uh, you have the information. I, uh, I, I gotta go. And he gets up. He gets up and kind of like starts like briskly walking like over the grass, like a different direction, like just away from you guys. Whatever. Positively useless git. <laughs> yeah, this, uh, this is a, a strange park. We should get to this burn site and take a look at this package. And I guess I'll, we can go that way. Anywhere is better than here. Yeah, Benji, as you look back, it looks like the crowd's kind of dispersed and and you, you don't you don't see the clown. Oh, he'll see him in his nightmares. <laughs> A good place to keep clowns. <laughs> Alright. So you guys head out and you go to the burn site that he described. It is just an un it's just an unremarkable, like kind of older rundown apartment building um, that you guys have a key to the front door and to one of the apartments inside. If you would please reference roll 20 you will see what we are working with here. Hmm. Yes. Missing artist uh, across tears in the Kips Bay. Abigail Wright. Yep, you can the zoom New in. New York Post. This is just in the yep. apartment wall. This is part of the information that you guys have in the, oh, okay. um, in the briefcase. Yeah, once you guys get there, and so, like I was telling you earlier, with with Roll20, you guys know those conspiracy boards with the red string? Yep. yep. I'm going to be on. giving you guys assets. I'm going to be giving you guys these pictures. And you can put them on this wall as you see fit. And drawing your okay. own conclusions and putting string between them, draw lines between them and make the connections mm-hmm. you want so that you can keep track of what you have a lot of you. But so around. far but so far this is what we've got. We've got uh inside the briefcase you have um credentials for all you guys. Um they have uh, they have other made-up FBI names, um, but let's not get in the nitty-gritty and get too confused with fake names on fake names, because mm-hmm. that's just too much. Uh, so if you guys just want to go by, like we will assume that your FBI credentials have normal people's names on them, uh, and not your bizarre pseudonyms. And we'll assume that when you're interacting with people, even when you say, my name's Agent whatever, but the idea is that you guys don't even know who each other really are, right? And that's that, mm. that's a method to protect you from each other, in a way. Um, yeah, okay. Inside gotcha. are your temporary, temporary FBI badges and credentials. Um, you all have an awareness that these are, you know, that these are good enough, but with too much scrutiny, they will fall through. Like they will come up as being fake. It's 1995, so things are a little easier to fake. Um, yeah. You have the New York Post article, uh, and you have the uh, you have a police file on the Abigail Wright case. Um, you have an address for a place called the McAllister Building, uh, which seems to be where Abigail Wright lives, the apartment that Agent Marcus mentioned. Um, you have a fresh, brand newly copied key to Abigail's apartment. And you have the pictures that you see up there of Abigail. The Polaroid, the selfie that she took of herself is the most recent photo. Um, 
but the whole yeah weird she was ahead of her time um so but it's called the the case was called alice according to delta green or only delta green or what operation alice is the delta green name for it this case is a like this case is a new york case gotcha yeah i was wondering if alice was an acronym it's not as okay Uh, uh fun fact before i even knew anything about the case, I wrote down that one of my bonds was Wendy Wright. That's the professor whose name I hadn't come up with, and I spelled her name the exact same way, W-R-I-G-H-T. So well, take well, that well. as nice. Yeah. Cut All the right. stream off. This is getting weird. <laughs> it's getting um, too bad. <laughs> Alright, so what does this say? So, Missing Artist Prompts New Fears in uh, Kips Bay by Raymond Diaz. For those who knew artists Abigail Wright, her disappearance from her Tips Bay co-op around June 4th is a mystery. Authorities have been frustrated in their efforts to find the young woman last seen near her apartment in East uh, 32nd Street and 2nd Avenue. According to the source family with the case, earlier leads have collapsed. A month on, Chief Detective Graham Gurdanda Fernanda uh, says that uh, NYPD is no closer to locating right. The source also said a strange and disturbing collection of items have been found in Wright's apartment, including medical supplies, books, and machinery. Um, Wright's neighbors maintained that all is fine with her and nothing decided she was in, um, indicated that she was in danger or planning to leave her apartment was located from the inside was locked from the inside. A rise in break-ins, muggings, and assaults in the neighborhood prompted youth leader Anthony Scott to comment. It is well known in the neighborhood that after 5 p.m. the sidewalks roll up and the police are nowhere to be found, um, particularly on foot. Scott says that the people walking around after dark in the area are watching their backs or should be. Okay. And Benji thumbed through the documents and tried to find a picture of the symbol when he heard demonology, his ears perked up. He might know something about it. That's like his thing. There is nothing in the file that you have. So what you're looking at is the NYPD file. Um, and from what you're able to gather is the reason that this isn't even an FBI case at all. So so just let's just knock this stuff out real quick. Um, she was last seen four days before she's reported missing on June 4th is when she was reported missing. The last time she was seen was on the 1st of June. Um, Her father is a county police officer, uh, and he was able to pull some strings and then YPD to get the case pushed forward, basically. Um, She'd been living there for quite some time, for a few years, and she is some type of local artist, is all you can really gather. And that the, um, the New York Times... Uh, of the New York's Post article kind of gave you that impression as well. Um, the reason that she was, that this is an FBI case, is because uh, two months after her disappearance, on the 4th of August, her credit card was unexpectedly used in uh, Maryland. And mm. so it was basically, it was assumed that, oh, this must be a kidnapping case then, so let's give it to the FBI. Um, from what you can tell in the records, there is 
nothing much that they were able to dig up from that besides getting it to the FBI's jurisdiction. And then when the FBI got involved, that's when it seems to have uh, tripped Delta Green's radar. The credit card was used in Maryland, did you say? Maryland, yes. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, what kind of artist was she? Do we know? The painter. Painter. Uh, so, Jesus. I keep fogging out of the Delta Green. Um, I want to take a set closer look at this photo that has the blurred light. Can okay. I do like some inspection to see if that light's like hiding something? Are there something? Um, let's see. Like if it's something besides just a flash, if it's like an overexposure or something. Right. Yeah. Do you have a like a forensics skill or anything that's specific to photography? Forensics is thirty, but I guess I couldn't use criminology. Let's use your forensics. Give me a forensics roll. Let's see what we got here. No modifier, right? No modifier. All right, twenty-eight under thirty. So that's a success. You you look at this. You're kind of interested in like you know if there's anything in there. It you take a a close look and you're able to actually like as you look closer and closer, you're able to realize that it looks like Abigail took this picture in a mirror, and that this is probably the flash of the mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, that, okay. And you know, after reading about her being like, it seems a bit intentional. Maybe she was trying to be artsy with it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What was her father's name and what was his occupation? Something about police? Her father's Thomas Wright, and he is a uh, Nassau County uh, deputy. And Nassau County is like the county up there, where part of New York is, I believe. I think. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> For the sake of this fiction, it is. It's a county in Long Island. It might there you go. blow over into New York, but yeah. Well, fellas, I don't see know what else. Yes, I can see them. Okay. Oh, you're writing those, Madison? The credit yeah. card? Yeah. Cool. Um, well, I'm fellas, I don't so... know... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I might also want to think about Raymond Diaz. That we wrote the article on there. But... Yeah. I might be able to... That's something that Benedict might be able to get in get access to pretty easily mm-hmm. wait do we, About, do we uh, have phones I would say that in this room like in this like broken down jacked up apartment building they're like the lines have all been turned off like you know there's probably like a single light bulb in here that seems to work and you're surprised there's any electricity at all like the toilets have no water in them I guess that doesn't mean you can't use them but you know, yeah so, I, um, well, fella, looks like this is our home base for better or for worse. Um, I don't know if I can derive any more information out of this kit. If there are no objections, maybe our first uh, plan action to be to go to her actual apartment to see if anything was overlooked by the authorities. Yeah, I agree. Seems like it's all we got to go on. I'll say that it's about four o'clock, and damn it, I should have. Well, we're going to use the kind of same s- structure we did before, but we're going to try to avoid using like the Google Doc to to put out the four-hour blocks. We're going to try to track it a little more. Oh, God. If I'm sick again, 
and just people yeah, dying yeah. every block. Yeah, I don't want to go back to <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> so let's. So we'll say it's about it's about four o'clock, right? Um, that you guys are here, um, and so Hank sounds like he wants to head over to the apartment, this place called the McAllister Building, to actually look at the apartment, actually see kind of what your task is. As far as the FBI is concerned, at least. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sounds good. He's on board. Okay. Um, so yeah, um, and we're going to say it's a... By the way, we're going to say it's a Thursday. So, you guys, uh, you guys head over. It takes you, you know, probably takes you about an hour to go over there, especially at 4 o'clock. You know, things are getting a little bit busy. It's not that far. Like, I said, again, I know dick about New York, so I don't know how hard it is to travel by by the subway or whatever whichever wherever you're going i don't know so but you guys make it we'll say about by like five or so you guys make it to the uh to the McAllister building uh which is where uh she's supposed to live now i'm going to drag something down for you here Let's see whoop that's not the right one do you guys see this Mm-hmm. Yep. That is oh. the blueprint uh, for the McAllister building. Yes. Yep. Um, and you guys can see written on it uh, specifically is on the ground floor in the bottom right of the ground floor is uh, Abigail Wright's apartment. That's where her apartment's located. And you guys would have read in the files that, you know, the obviously they had asked all the neighbors if they had seen her, you know, and that they've been in there. The FBI and the NYPD have been in there a few times. Um, and this is, and the people whose names are listed there, those are all her neighbors. Uh, Abigail lives on the bomb store. It's uh, this, it's like an old brownstone. It's three-story, and it's, like, it's not, you don't think it's run down, but you think it might be getting there. Um, mm-hmm. It's. It looks like it's about time for a, a freshen up, or so. Um, as you come in the front door, which is this stairwell here, like that's the front steps to get in. Um, you go down a long hallway, which gets you to the uh, the long hallway that's between the individual apartments, and then you walk up the stairwell, and. At the top of the stairwell, it goes like to roof access. There's a basement that's pretty, pretty small. Uh, but yeah, so you just tell me what you want to do and what questions you have about this space. Well, I vote that we split the apartment all together and go straight to the basement. It's always in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> no, Benji's gonna. They have the. Or we have the key to the apartment, right? Yes, you have the key department, and it's like it also gets you in the front door, because um, it's like it's one of those buzzers, you know, you buzz in to get to the, uh, um, you buzz in like to ask someone to open the front doors for you. Yeah, but you have a key. You can get in. If we're going into the apartment, Benji's main goal is to keep his eyes open for this symbol, this problematic symbol. That's what he's looking for. Benedict will not join the party and he'll go and he, he's walking through and he spots the old telephone nook and he goes straight for the telephone nook and he says 
Fellas, I need to make a phone call. And he he heads off. And he's going to try and find out who Mr. Diaz was and how to get in contact with him. Okay. And it's you know, and funnily enough, this is this is an old enough building to a hundred percent have the phone nook. You know, like like before phones were in every apartment and there's probably still a phone in there. Yeah. Who's Mr. Diaz? Are we in her apartment now? In the building, at least. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, Mr. Diaz wrote the article. So oh, okay. I think Benedict's hoping to get some details, maybe talk to the person. Oh, like, the, the author of the article lives here? No. Not that I know uh, of. Uh, uh, yeah, I thought you had that. That would be a twist. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Alright, um, so... so I think um, bureaucracy... I think I think this is just this is trying to redeem your hum's failed attempts at having any phone calls or any supplies delivered except for bags. Of well, goods. your your um your skill in because you have a journalism skill, don't you? Right. Yeah. I would say either use your bureaucracy skill or use your journalism skill because you have some clout. You know how the how the world of journalism works. All right, that's oh. a seventy-one over sixty. So how how does that phone call go when you call over to the New York Post? So he picks up the phone, dials a number. Jeremy, Jeremy, no, I don't care. No, no, I don't care. Jeremy, listen to me. I need you to get in contact with this man. No, Jeremy, we'll talk about that later. Yes, okay. No, all right, I'm sorry. Okay. Okay, Jeremy, don't cry. I will talk to you later. All right. Okay, bye. It's always like, how many grandmothers does this guy have? Like, and how often do they? And they sick? How are they sick? Because Jerry, that's all Jeremy's ever talking about is how sick his grandmother is. All right. He he seemed a bit upset. Uh, Back we go. All right. Um, is Hank gonna go with um go with Benji then? Where? Are you oh, going to the apartment? To the apartment? Yeah. Yeah, I think Benedict well, is going to be hung up on that on that telephone nook for a bit. I was, I was thinking maybe we could all go to the apartment, look around for any demon nonsense, and then split up and interview each of the individual residents. Yeah, sounds like a plan. Uh, uh, yeah, let's just go to the apartment and see what we see. Um, All right. Um, you get to um, get to the apartment, like I said, and it's like you know, there's like a like a carpet runner that runs down the middle of the hallway, and you get to uh, Abigail's door, pop the key in, and open it up, and you are, you know, especially keeping in mind what that you had read some of the reports that there were some of the reports stated that her apartment was in disarray and cluttered like some type of hoarder it's like that and so which sounds odd for you know what sounds like a a typical kind of like a 20 year old artist living in new york as you open up the door it is not necessarily like a hoarder where there's just things piled to the ceiling there are it is junked. Every horizontal surface is covered with pieces of different things. Uh, 
to like some of it is just looks to be straight up trash like papers and cans and little trinkets and like there's a screwdriver over there and like what is this is this a part of a boiler like everything Mm. is around there are clothes all over the floor and all over the wall and the ceilings are a bizarre array of just seemingly random objects that are epoxied and glued to every surface all around. Uh, I mean, it's, it's hard to make out, like, as you look at it all, it seems like there maybe there is some type of, like, artistic pattern, maybe, that you can vaguely see in it, but it starts to, you start to wonder really quickly how mentally well this person might have been. Um, there are things on the walls, like some of the things look like they've been, it looked like maybe the police was in here before, were in here before, maybe they had pulled some of this stuff off the wall, but it seems like most stuff that gets pulled off damages it because it's like super glued to the wall. There's like on like, and almost everything has been taken down, and but there still is on the wall, there's like a radio and a tape player and a Walkman. Uh, looks like they've been pulled down but everything else has been left up there. It's just, like, bizarre stuff. Like, papers with little scratchings, like little pieces of newspapers and magazines and whatnot. Uh, There's no furniture. It looks like everything is oddly (laughs) gone. Uh, It seems to be... It's weirdly bare. There is a TV and a VCR, but that's it. That seems to be all that is in here that you would consider to be furniture. Um. Yeah, and so you guys are in this just bizarre, weird. Like it almost feels like some type of weird, some type of weird shrine. Like it's just like this whole apartment has devolved into something else. In the middle of the floor, the floor is decently bare, decently clean. In the middle of the floor, there is a box. It's one of those like office boxes that files would be stored in, and it says evidence. FBI White Plains, right A, 10 August 1995. Um, it's got a bunch of Polaroid cameras in it. Uh, it's got glove, evidence bags, stickers, and sealing tape, and a like a blank manifest for evidence. Um, and you guys have been told that kind of your FBI cover job is to go in here and categorize and catalog this entire weird apartment of Mm. this woman who's been missing and I mean you're looking at it and you all get the impression that this was a job that no one wanted to do Mm. because this place is so junked yeah Benji looks around the apartment and shakes his head and he's just like mama always said that horizontal surfaces are clutter magnets and is there any he's still just looking for that symbol like what what stuck out to whatever delta green agent so like what what's problematic in here was uh it's it's you don't that's the problem like you don't even know there's so much here that you think you have to go through it to even find what the hell they were talking about yeah Mm -hmm. The stuff epoxied all over the apartment is what jumps out to me the most. It's like some sort of weird art installment. Like, 
What if Benji just kind of takes a step back and tries to take it all in as one cohesive piece and see if there's a pattern in the chaos? Okay. Yeah, if you want to do that, then give me... Hmm. I don't even know what would be relevant there. Because um, your your art skill is toward music. So I don't think that'd be... I would say if you want to give me either an intelligence or an art skill minus 20. Maybe anthropology. That's not a bad idea. Understand the person. Would a cult be applicable? Cult very well may be applicable. It is Delta mm. Green after all. Yeah, I think I'm going to roll in a cult. See okay. if these items like make some sort of symbolism. Let's see. Okay. Got experience. A critical 55 under 60. Um, as you're looking around, you hear a knock at the door. Uh, yeah, Benji will walk over and open it. Uh, you open it and you see a you see the face of a man who is wearing a NYPD uh, police jacket. That is him right there. You may do with him as you see fit. This is Detective uh, Guaradanda. That is. Guaradanda. I may be pronouncing it wrong. That is him. Uh, Detective Guaradanda. He uh, he sees you guys there. And he says, like, he's like, hi. He's like, uh, the guys. Sorry, they, they told me you guys were, were coming. Uh, it's... I, I, he puts out his hands like uh, uh, Guardanda, NYPD. I'm the one uh, who's kind of covering this uh, this shit show. And he looks past you guys. He's like, Eesh. "What, you guys pull a short straw down at the bureau or what?" The, the best. Alright, we sure did. Yeah. Looks back, seeking encouragement. Yeah. Well, uh, well. Uh, Guardanda. This just beats all I've ever seen. I mean, I'm not. Maybe I'm out of touch, but this this girl looks madder than a wet hen. Well, that's uh. I mean, whatever happened to her? I mean, it's a. I mean, if you could find anything, I mean, the only reason this is with you guys is, I'm gonna. All I'm gonna shoot straight with you is her. Her father is uh. You know, he's 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 a. Uh, he's almost at retirement for county, and he's uh. He's been pulling a lot of strings to try to get this done, uh, you know. And then I don't know, like if you guys find anything in this, he just kind of looks around. He's like, "I'm gonna be surprised." But uh, I, if, uh, if NYPD needs, to, if you need anything from NYPD, um, I'm your contact man. Um, you know, he gives you his phone number and whatnot of his office, here, or maybe he gives you a pager yeah. number. Yeah, he probably carries a pager. So, it's, as you know, if, uh, if you need to get a hold of me for anything. We don't want to. Uh, we thank you for your help, and we don't want to press the father too much. This is fine times, but uh, can I inquire about his general disposition besides being overall generally upset at the situation? And can I roll something? Uh, or does it matter? Uh, I don't think you, unless you want to press him for something specific. He's PC's pretty open to talk about that, about talk about the case. Okay. He doesn't seem okay. to be holding anything back. Um, he says he's like, guys, oh, 
I'm gonna be, I've heard I heard from some guys down at County this that he's coming apart at the seams. Um, he's he's losing it. I mean I mean hell it's his daughter, right? You know, that's mm-hmm. you know, you spend an entire career, you know, hunting down other people's kids who've, you know, have been killed or worse. And you know, and then it never imagined it happened to you, right? And not to have any answers. It just beats all. Yeah. But uh well thank you for your time. I'm, does anyone else have anything they would like to ask? The lieutenant? Benedict or Benji? Detective. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, uh Do you have any leads on what happened to little Abigail? Little Abby? Uh no. <laughs> uh unfortunately not. I mean, she was seen you know, here near the building by um, by some people in the, in the neighborhood, you know, a few days before she's reported missing. Um, don't have any theories, of the conjectures. Um, well, from all this, and he kind of points past you, he's like, I don't know, I mean, maybe she had some type of psychotic break and got herself Self wrapped up in something. I mean, you never know. She might turn out, turn up, <laughs> might turn up in the Hudson. Something. Good God. Who knows? Like, I, we really have nothing. Like, we, like when we got that credit card hit, like that way, like, oh, we're going to find her. That's not so much. Like, I'm going to be, I get it. Be you must be real busy. But I, it's, it's not that we're too busy. You got a lot That's going just, on. No, I get it. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's just we don't have anything to go off of. Like we've we've scoured. Like you know we've, you know we thought that maybe she had fallen into human trafficking or something. You know, young pretty girl. That's you know, and we really really beat down all the leads and vice. You know, that's uh, uh, no no evidence she was involved with drugs or anything really. I mean, she's just like, I mean, I mean, I don't know if I want want my kid to go off to be a an artist. <laughs> necessarily but I mean as far as I can tell she's a normal normal girl she's uh not unsuccessful as an artist I guess I mean it's I don't know does DNA testing exist right now it does but it's not nearly as good as it would be in the 2020s okay lots of flaws and kicks need to be worked out yeah, you. it takes a long time to get back uh, in '95, uh, mainly due in the to the year. Yes, and this year, 1995. Yes. All right, this year that we're in. Yeah. All right, I will call further questions. Benedict will come storming back into the room because he's been outside this whole time. Is that? Hello. Uh, who are you? What are you doing here? Uh, uh, Guiradanda, uh, NYPD. Oh, very good, very good. Um, questions. Uh, the apartments around here, did you interview all the people around and did anybody know Abigail? Uh, it sounds like they all knew her, um, knew of her, at least. Um, it's... Who did you speak uh, to? Uh, everyone. Um, everyone in the building. All of her, all of her neighbors. Very good. Very good. Very competent work. Well done. Uh, uh, detective? Lieutenant? 
a detective, fine. I appreciate the promotion, but detective's fine. <laughs> Very good. Well, I thought I was dealing with somebody a little bit higher up, but this is fine. You will do. Um, do you okay. know where Abigail presented her artworks? Um, I don't have that info on me. Like, I did, I did run down that just to kind of see what some of the uh, some of her associations were and whatnot. I have that information. I'll have to get it from to you from the office, though. Uh, well, I get it, detective. I understand. Uh, that that would be spectacular. Uh, we will get back in touch with you. Yeah, I'll get someone to drop that. that. I'll get someone to drop it off, or I'll drop it off uh, here for you uh, tomorrow morning. Well, it looks like we'll be here a while. So that'll do. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it looks you like can you guys go are now. Die what? Thank you for that. <laughs> I guess. Um, good to be of service to the uh, to the bright shining stars of the FBI who have been given this arduous fucking task. Uh, so. <laughs> My so, mama yeah. always said if you don't have anything good to say, then don't say nothing at all. Let's get to work. Yeah, that's uh, it's good. It's good advice. Uh, he kind of looks Benedict up and down. He's like, all right, I'll leave you folks to it. I got it. Much Shit. obliged. Um, so, it's so difficult to play like this. Um, Big dick. She's so unnatural. Hank is gone. So, <laughs> oh, I can't, I can't. Oh, no. Hank is gonna <laughs> is not like looking at the big picture so much, like find, find trying to find some like artist artistic pattern, or he's just like looking at the items and like anything individually looks odd off. And I guess he'll go straight to the bathroom, and I'll roll something to just uh, he wants to look for any medication, primarily like to any indicator that she might have been uh, mentally unstable. So the way that everything is here is that everything is so, so dense. Everything, the junk is so disorganized that you're going to have to spend a significant amount of time looking into this. You're going to spend a significant amount of time um, actually digging into this to try to find anything individually interesting. It's not just going to be going, I want to go in the bathroom and search the medicine cabinet and do that. Like, I will tell you if you that's want to be a part of it, like, I'll go ahead and tell you, like, you don't see anything in there. That's interesting. You know, there's no like antipsychotics find with it. her name on them. Okay. To like, find anything like interesting, that. we're gonna have to spend a long time. You guys are gonna have to spend some time. Uh, somebody give me a, a bureaucracy or like an intelligence role to try to figure out how long this is gonna take. Just a straight intelligence. Yeah. Uh, that is a ninety-three over sixty. Did I roll one too? Yeah, you can. I'll do bureaucracy. What happened just with a raw intelligence? success. A raw intelligence, what, yeah. What happened with a critical occult success? Somebody knocked on the door. Don't don't worry. I'm not forgetting. Okay. I figured. Yeah, Another failure. Around. So you guys are looking at all this and you don't like it's still kind of hard to figure out exactly what exactly how long this is gonna take, but like you're like God, this is probably going to take a few a few days of work. Uh, oh, that's probably Lord. the best you can really come up with. Well, boys, I I don't I don't rightly want to spend time through all this uh, backtracking the fine NYPD has done. 
Um, I obviously want to find what's going on with this girl, but uh, our primary our primary objective is to find anything supernatural, and uh, I don't believe it's here. Well, there is one strange thing that stuck out to me in that article. That said something about machines. What would an artist be doing with machines? Oh no, he's got a bunch of junk. It looks like uh, the majority of this would not be naturally occurring in an artist's apartment. Uh, uh, this man can be a junky place. You don't know. If you guys, if you guys want to start digging through what is here, you're gonna to have to dedicate a few hours to it, and you're gonna to have to make basically make some rolls. I think we got to. Yeah, I guess that's where it's like the I mean, yeah. some stuff. But that doesn't mean that you can't. But there are other things that can be investigated that don't have to occur inside this room. Um, Benji, for one, will roll his sleeves up and get to it. Okay, so he can do that while I go to like talk to someone else in the apartment, possibly. Yeah, yeah. Because sure. just metagaming, metagaming a little bit, he did roll get something on the occult thing. So there is something to see in this apartment. Um, but what do you think? I, I, what do you think, Benedict? You want to leave him to this, and uh, we look around a bit. Yeah, this this work is not for me. Let's go find something or someone else. Good luck. We'll leave. I'll be here if you need me. <laughs> All right. Where do we start? Hmm. Well, could we? There was the box of FBI stuff. That was just like their short list of items, or was there? Did we look at that already, or not? The That's the first thing that Benji threw away. The box, the box of the FBI stuff. That was the stuff you need to catalog and collect evidence. Yeah, it's so like, those are like the tools that Benji's going to use now. Yeah, those. That's the basically the stuff that was like dropped off by the FBI for you. To use. Yeah, but like bags and big old sharpies. Yeah, shit like that. Okay. Benedict kicks it over and goes and joins the molasses outside. Throw it over. <laughs> it's so needlessly vindictive. All right. Um. So okay. So so it sounds like is Hank going to talk to neighbors? I think he will. All right. Hank wants to talk to some neighbors. Benedict wants knows... to. Okay. Go ahead. Benedict will join talking Benedict to neighbors. Join. And then, um, then Benji wants to do the same, or wants to search a little bit. Yeah, he's going to search the apartment. Okay. He's going to so, clean. All right. So, what we're going to say is that we're going to do it like in two splits. We're going to Benji's going to be doing some looking, and then you guys are going to do some of this. I'm uh, going around and talk to the uh, different people. So, who do you guys want to talk to, or which apartment do you guys want to go to first? Um, I'm gonna say as me and Benedict are walking out. Um, it's a it's a grim thing, but in all my years, when someone goes miss, missing, it's normally someone that person knew that did the act. Now I don't rightly want to believe the father's doing anything about this, and the damnedest thing is we haven't heard any mention of friends this girl had. So. The next step is a neighbor. Uh, at least that's my logic. 
uh, and he's going to just go to the first door that's closest to her, which would be, I guess, um, Roger. Rogers. Is that Karun? Yeah, that'd be... We're going to say Karun. Karun. We're going to say Roger Karun. All right. Um, so you guys go down to uh, Roger Karun's door, and you give it a knock. Um, about that time, Benji is just really starting to get into this. Benji, give me a roll for Benji, a search roll. As Benji starts oh, yeah. to Benji starts to get into this, so he starts to dig through all this junk. I mean, and it is extensive. Oh my God, Benji! Benji sucks. Forty-one over forty. All right, um, Benji, wow. you're looking you're so looking close. through this stuff, and as as you go, you're because these other two guys leave, right? And as they do so, you know you're in this apartment, kind of alone, and every now and then you start to hear you think you hear something that almost like like static like you think it's like coming from one of the piles uh like a like, like a radio that's like in a I don't you know like in a between two stations and you you start to hear it and you go over and you but as you as you shift through it as you sift through it you don't there's nothing there like there's like you, know, you see like there's like a, a CD player and like some stuff like on the walls and like some of the stuff's been torn down but you go and like you it's just like it's a pile of papers or it's like a mm. pile of crumpled up clothes or like an old like an old coke can or something like that and you do this like three times and it really you end up really not getting a lot done like you end up not because you're kind of like yeah. chasing this noise well, around here's the static and he, he might like hear a little bit of snippet of that clown song and then just like shiver like maybe yeah. that's what throws him off flashbacks yeah, give of the me clown a, uh... Give me a sanity check. Then okay. If you want to, if you want to uh, take it there, gladly, partner. Um, do I just click on sanity points? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. I think you should be glad you didn't find anything. That's my vote. <laughs> Fail. Another failure. Seventy-four <laughs> over fifty-two. Oh, I mean, Benji's already coming into this whole situation a little bit frazzled from yeah. what happened. Clarksdale. Um, so take one sanity point, uh, one damage from helpless, and then make sure to tick one of your helplessness boxes. Uh, oh, we haven't been okay. we haven't been ticking the failures as well. We need to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh yes. Oh yes. Also, make sure to like look. You can take a look at the chat log real quick. If there's anything yeah. you fail, make sure you tick it. So many failures. Yeah, I forgot right. about that as well. Yeah. Alright, uh, you two, the other two, um, Benedict and uh, Hank, you guys uh, knock on the door and you see uh, you were answered by uh, Roger uh, Karun. Um, he is, he comes to the door, he is, actually, let me see, I think I actually have something. Yes, I do. Uh, let me just do this real quick. I have every everything I put down. I have to give permission for you guys to move it. Every single 
uh, token that I put down. So we're going to say is drawing. That's super cool. Even if it is. Oh, yeah, that is, uh, that's Roger Karoon right here. Uh, he lives uh, just down the way from. He lives just down the way from old uh, Abigail. All right. He's got serial uh, killer vibes. Yeah. He. He comes to the door, um, and actually, real quick, I would say, Benedict, give me a journalism roll. Nice. As a four under sixty. Benedict, you you saw the name. You saw the name. You know this guy. You don't know him personally. You know of him. He is the popular of a sci-fi um, series called Night Sea. Night it was like, it wasn't that popular. Like, he's not like Stephen King or anything. But he's like, I mean, it's gotten some success as a book. You've, you, you'd like, I don't know, is science fiction Benedict's kind of jam? Or is he above all that? Would you say he has oh, a this, this. cult following, Joe? <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, yeah. With, without 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 implying anything, we would say there's probably a mild Nazi cult following. Like it has its own. Well, sorry, this is '95, so it doesn't have a wiki yet, but it will. Mm. Uh, right there. Right, saying that right, Joe? Is that how you did say it? Yeah? <laughs> he uh he's just, like you guys knocked on the door he's like uh yeah that's not really a name a word that's typically mispronounced i guess um can i can i help you um yeah you do I, you do that uh that night sea night wash night i any, i'm I'm, any dreadful. I'm sorry i don't i don't take fans here um i have i no. start to close the door uh, no, oh, no, 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 no. There. Jams his foot yeah. in the door. Yeah. Now, uh, first and foremost, we are FBI agents and in, in investigating the disappearance of uh, the right girl. But, uh, oh, Benedict, you know this man? His name rings a bell, but now that I've met him, doesn't actually... He's, it's not worth mentioning. He's 43. He's pretty overweight like he looks to be wearing like you know he's wearing like a like just like a t-shirt and a pair of shorts with a um with a like a, a bathrobe over it um you know he looks to been like pretty comfortable uh, he's like i was he's like well yeah can i uh is there anything i can do to abigail right like abigail abigail right she um you guys are still you guys still haven't found her FBI? Wow. Wow. Well, uh... We're not at liberty Hold on. to... Hold on real quick. I think we might have lost Dace. Dace, are you... Maybe you can reconnect if you can still hear us? I don't know. Yeah, he's good catch. Yeah, he's frozen. Yeah. Damn. I hate to go on without him. Did you text him? Um going to that's what you really need in the middle of a stream to just a uh, real nice slow down I see right <laughs> uh, so difficult just about to dismiss this guy be like right. molasses this is what this is what a failed writer looks like <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> it's a failed writer 
just to this person's face. I feel like maybe Dace's phone went dead. It's probably what happened. Should be. I thought he was on his iPad though. Oh yeah, not ready. That went dead. Well, it's like, I don't know. Does um, uh, here he goes. Does yeah, here he is. He's back. Sweet. Much better. Did you go dead? Um, uh, my internet fucked up. I had to reset my hotspot and close Discord and all that. Okay. Um. So yeah. So, so like I don't know. Like, what is Benedict's? What is does Benedict see himself as being like better than a sci-fi writer? Is it just because he's not? Yeah. He's not successful. Yeah, yeah. Because he's a journalist. He's okay. The editor in chief. Yeah. It's a okay. superiority complex with almost everyone he meets. Okay. Um, well, uh, Roger, he tells you, he's like, I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I mean, I already told the detective, the NYPD guy, what, what I knew. Like, I, I mean, I don't, I don't see, I don't like hang out with Abigail. You know, she's nice. What do you, what do you think about Abigail besides she's nice? I mean, y'all been neighbors for quite a while, have you not? Oh yeah, like a, a, a few years. Uh, she's she's nice. She's a uh, an artist. I she you know she uh, invited everyone to uh, one of her shows. I was you know a lot of people do that. You know, like they're having something. You know, we try to as a, like a community show up for each other. You know, like uh, do Jake, you do you see yourself as an artist? But yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a writer. I, uh, <laughs> what a shit bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm a, I'm a writer. Uh, I wrote a series called Night Seas. Um, it's um. Yeah, yeah, I know about it. I've heard World War, uh, World War Two epic. Of... Is it? No, no, it's 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 sci. It's I would say high science fantasy. Is uh, how not, I, uh, Nazis and science fiction. No, no Nazis. I don't know what you're doing. Don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Roger, uh, who who else do you feel you belong to in this art community? Who else is part of your art community? I mean, you know, like I think, you know, just other other writers. Um, do you do you guys want to come in or just like? Are... Absolutely love to. Okay. All right. Um, you guys, move into Roger's uh, apartment. Um, it is fairly clear that this is a bachelor who has probably not left this place in a in a while. Uh, there are plates and dirty clothes. There's a bit of a smell, you know. Mm. Um, and he's. We notice all anything of... out of the ordinary. A lot of bottles of alcohol that appear to be uh, anywhere from empty to half empty kind of scattered about uh, at the kind of center of everything. He has like a TV and there's like a couch with like a, you can definitely tell there's like a well-worn spot in the couch. And But there kind of to the side of the small apartment living room is a desk um, with a typewriter. And a with a there's like a trash can next to it with a great big pile of crumpled up paper in it. Looks I like think Benedict can... is gonna go over to the desk and like help himself to the latest draft of whatever. Just start reading. 
there is like there is a piece of paper hanging out of because it's like it's like an electric typewriter, um, and there's a piece of paper hanging out top of it. He's like, wait, 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 no, 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 no. And as you go and you just pull it out and across the top it just says on the first line, the. <laughs> Been there, buddy. And he, he, and he snatches it from you. He's like, he's like, he's like I, I'm not. That's 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 not. Uh, this is this is private stuff. Like I, like I. I, this is, this is this is my private stuff. I'm working on a new project. I, I'm I'm trying to work on a new project. Keep keep going. You keep going, Roger. Yeah, it's it's gonna it's gonna be great. Yeah. Um. Hank looks around at all the booze and says, uh, "Well, it looks like you've had a party here, son." Oh no. No, just just me. Just you. You don't have anyone come over ever. No, no, not me. Not no. Uh uh-uh. uh. The right girl's never been over here. Fun. No, 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 nothing like that. No, no, no. I I would I would never. I mean I. But you. Not that I would. You, I would never. But I. But I. I did. I. I wouldn't. I didn't. Oh God! Whoa, Somebody whoa. give you a human. Slow your rolls, uh, Roger. They just hear the talk. I mean, you would never what? We weren't close, you know. She's she's nice, you know. As she's just my neighbor. You know. But you got to admit, she is a pretty girl, Roger. I'm gonna do a human end. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's a thirty under sixty. Nice. Uh. You think that this guy, he's like, you know, he's like in his mid forties. You know, he's like, obviously, this is not the kind of place that gets uh, much. It's probably not the kind of place. He probably hasn't had many women in here. Uh, you could, th- he probably, you know, maybe a little bit creepily liked Abigail, but you're not really like, you're not getting the whiff of anything innately vicious or dangerous about him. He seems, he seems like a bumbling, shut-in writer. Mm. Well, I believe you, son, and let me just put it this way. You give us, you know, you tell us uh, the right information and we won't be back to bother you. Now, can you say anything, anything at all in the days leading up to Abigail's uh, disappearance? Anything you've noticed about the apartment, about her, about what was going on outside? I spent most I spend most of my time in here, you know. I I go for and he like looks at one of the bo- like bottles of alcohol. He's like groceries, uh, but no, like I just I didn't notice. Like I just saw her every now and then, you know, kind of pass by. I mean, we're neighbors. Um, there's nothing. She's I don't know, I don't know. Uh, Hank kind of looked at Benedict to see his uh reaction to all this if Benedict has anything super unimpressed he's just he's still just so fucking callous Roger what what would you say Alice's art is what category what category is what art in Um, your your neighbor's art that uh, you seem to be friendly with oh she was was a painter She's a yeah. she's a painter. Um, 
like modern, like new age, like some abstract stuff. It's interesting. I mean, you know, I'm a writer, so I. It's interesting. You know, lots of young people out there giving it a go. It's interesting. Okay, at this Let point, me, he, uh, he just looks like, at Hank and it's like, all right, tapped off. This is it. <laughs> all right, Roger. If I give you any advice, why don't you get out and get some fresh air every once in a while? And can I get a <laughs> copy of this Nazi book? <laughs> don't, don't call it that. Please don't. It's not even about that at all. I... No, no, I'm not. I'm not going to give you. You're not going to give guys... an FBI agent a copy of your book. It seems like <laughs> an abuse of power. Going to be straight with you. Uh, seems like a weird thing. Uh, are you guys done? I've got some writing to do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do, son. <laughs> <laughs> and he just walks out. <laughs> All right, Hank leaves too. Alright, he shuts the door behind you guys. Um, I don't know why he wouldn't give me his book. I, history is one of my favorite topics, especially World War II. Um, Alright. What do you think, uh, Benedict? Uh, should we go to this next neighbor? Uh, after that last neighbor, I feel like this could be a waste of time. But, hell, why not? In for a penny, in for a pound. Okay. We'll head over to Thomas Manuels. Um, by that time that you guys finish in uh, Roger's... Um, by the time you finish in Roger, I imagine Benji might be kind of like stepping out of the apartment. Maybe like coming out to get some fresh air or something. Maybe Benji might have the opportunity to kind of follow you guys. Not to make okay. any rolls, but to kind of at least go with you if you're going to continue to uh yeah Sounds sure good. Benji will tag yeah, so I feel like Benji needs a break from the uh search and also to get some role play. Uh, so are yeah. you guys just going to go to the next apartment or what do you want to do I guess so uh well Benji looks like that was a dud some kind of pretty author lives in that apartment drinks too much a little weird probably had a crush on the right but we we don't think any foul plays about uh you want to take the lead on this uh thomas yeah absolutely i don't think i can roll anything but i'll do the talking <laughs> all right after you uh and he walks up to thomas and gives a like shaving a haircut yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, there. It takes a minute uh, for someone to come in, uh, but after a while, uh, you hear you know like the the chain being unlatched from the door and whatnot. And uh, up his door, it's uh, Thomas Manuel lives here. He's a young Hispanic guy or youngish Hispanic guy. You know, he's like twenty six. Um. And he opens the door and kind of peeks out, kind of cautiously. Hello? Hello? Whoa. Whoa, man. 
Ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and he closes the door. Uh, well, uh... Maybe I should warm him up, Benji. Uh, I knock on the door again. He says, and you hear from behind the door, No! Uh, FBI, sir. FBI. You hear... You hear again, like, the sound of the latch. And this time he opens the door, but he doesn't unchain it. He's like... He's like, what? You'll have to excuse my partner over here. He's a... He's not well-versed in a... a... Oh, so I get to make a complaint to the department then? Or to the, the... The field office? FBI? Like... Really? Thought you guys were supposed to be professionals, like, like well, NYPD he's... jackasses, like, expect that kind of shit from them. But aren't you guys supposed to be better than that? Whoa, whoa! You could have just told me that Listen. you speak English. <laughs> <laughs> now, my friend is special. There's no way, no reason, <laughs> no reason for you to lash out at him like that. And another thing, I don't think you're aware of the role here. I do the asking and you do the answering do you have a warrant uh i'm gonna try to bullshit him or can i intimidate him try to okay you can try to give me like a persuade or maybe something like criminology like kind of thing to try to or law to try to like convince him that you have a reason that he has a reason to be compelled to talk to you though he doesn't uh i'll i'll say that and it's and I said, if you, and if you have no respect for the law, at least have some respect for the right girl. And then I'll roll for the persuade. Okay. Okay, so you're going to make it about Abigail. All right. Yeah. That is a 75 oh, yeah. over 50. He's like, he's like, yeah, I already answered all the questions about Abigail. Uh, I haven't seen her. I haven't heard from her. He closes the door. Asshole. New York asshole. <laughs> Alright. I don't really well, wanna uh Well by the time how... by the time all this has happened, like it's about eight o'clock at night. Mm. So it's okay. getting it's getting pretty late. So um I would say that this is probably actually a pretty good time to go ahead and stop. I know Jean says he wants to catch up on some uh sleep that he's neglected over the past week. <laughs> And uh, but so you guys have come in. We've gotten our characters kind of squared away. We've done our session zero slash one. Um, you guys are have an idea of what you're dealing with. That there this disappearance of this right girl, um, and trying to figure out where she went. And apparently, was something supernatural that you still haven't discerned necessarily. But there are some things that are kind of like a little odd that mostly Benji has experienced thus far. So maybe just Benji's the only one here who's having this ex- these experiences. It's just all in Benji's head. We We're actually to, just uh, here for the NPCs. Yeah. <laughs> we Extra need to yeah, definitely take a note that Benji got weirded out by a small clown waving a white dragon flag. I don't even know if you guys <laughs> even know about it. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, we don't... Their characters don't know about it for sure. Right, right. Um, <laughs> But yeah. So well, you guys have green. Uh... We've been investigating for an hour and we have fucking nothing. But <laughs> we insulted a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah. 
I think Benji's like genuinely confused. He's one of the guys that Benji's just like, I was just trying to be friendly. Um, <laughs> uh, are we gonna circle back around to that crit on the occult? Yeah, I've got something. I'm gonna give you your crit, okay? This sesh. <laughs> Well, nothing came up this session. Not what I was planning to do with it. Okay. Okay. But I've, mm-hmm. I've made a note. Um, nice. Also, something I, I didn't get a chance to say, but an idea I had while they were talking to the first guy in the apartment, what Benji is looking for specifically or what he's keeping his eye out for, if he sees some film or that camera, because, you know, she took a picture of herself in the mirror, and like, if he could find yeah. the film roll that that came from, like he would be keeping an eye out for that. So okay. maybe that'll be something that comes up next session. I got you. Um, and was the random question? But was there, like, was the artwork sprawled onto the ceiling? You mean like all the stuff that was glued to the walls? Yes, yeah. it's including the ceilings. Okay. Very three dimensional. Very might... experimental. You know. We might go investigate upstairs as well. Alright. Well, I'm one, glad you guys are... It's only what? Oh, two more neighbors. Never mind. Huh? Yeah, there, yeah, there are more neighbors still. So, But yeah, you guys... Uh, I'm glad you guys are sufficiently confused thus far about what's happening. <laughs> so it's like... The, the atmosphere has been established of thus far, just like... <laughs> I'm just proud of the girl exceedingly confused friend. about my accent. So, figure that out. <laughs> yeah, but you got the personality down. Though, <laughs> do you consider yourself an artist? <laughs> do you think of yourself as an artist? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the parting words, and he is like, "I've got some ride to do." And you're like, "Yeah, you do." Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking brutal. And that, my friends, is the conclusion of episode one of Delta Green Impossible Landscapes as our agents are just beginning to dip their toes into this case. Thank you so much for joining us. Check out our socials in the episode description attached to this on whatever platform you're on, our Reddit and our Twitter where we post announcements and whatnot. And if you're an audio listener and you want to see the art and the assets that we talk about in the episode, uh, head on over to our Reddit at r slash greenboxgaming and click on the episodes tab and you can see all the art that we talk about and that I show the characters, I show the players under each episode release. Uh, Consider checking out our Patreon if you'd like to support us. But besides that, we will see you next time. Stay safe and stay sane. Bye. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.